Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Newsgram. Traveling through the island of Great Britain, you're definitely going to find it hard to miss the dotted remains of the Roman Empire. I mean, the Romans ruled Britain for nearly 400 years, and one day, I'm going to talk J.T. Crawley into taking me on a tour. (laughs) J.T. Crawley is the host of Talking Books on uh, webtalkradio.com, but I digress. The point is, there are plenty of Roman ruins and attractions to discover, and I don't know about you, but when I see ancient remnants of a bygone era, all I can think about is what it must have been like to live back then. Imagine being a soldier stationed on Hadrian's Wall, sworn to protect the Romans from the barbarians. I was recently on Hadrian's Wall. There is a great interest in it, because it's a very popular walking place. That is Margaret, or M.E. Taylor, as she's known by her pen name. She's a native of Gloucestershire. And when you're surrounded by these kinds of ruins, you can't help but be curious about their origins, or the area's Roman ancestry, and what life may have been like back in the day. Well, obviously, I live in Britain, and all my life I've been very aware of the Roman remains. And the the thing is, the Romans built in stone, so there's quite a lot of it left lying around. And I started thinking about who the people were who occupied these buildings. Many people, of course, remained native Romans, but when the invasion happened in AD 43, the Romans set about convincing the natives to live the Roman lifestyle and encouraged them to live in stone-built or brick-built houses and in towns, which they hadn't done so before. And that's really how I started thinking about them. And it was that curiosity that drove her to write the book Brothers, about life in Roman Britain. It's also about betrayal, treachery, stolen gold, hidden treasure, and forbidden love. I set the story to start towards the end of the first century, when a family of Romans, the father Lucius Marcius, had offended his emperor. He was lucky not to get killed, but he got told to go to Britain and start helping the people move into the Roman way of life and build towns and build housing for the veteran soldiers. And so he came to Britain and he chose to reside in Gloucestershire because the natives there were considered friendly. He had with him two daughters and a son, little children, and the boy took a fancy to a native boy. Roman child was called Gaius, Gaius Marcius, and the native boy was called Verlacus. Unfortunately, Verlacus didn't want to become a friend of Gaius, and so he was kidnapped by force and branded and taken into the household. Imagine that. You decide not to become friends with someone, and they kidnap you, brand you, and take you into their home. He didn't stay there very long. He managed to run away and hide, and he was never heard of again for nine years. No surprise there. Anyway, you have the premise ignited by Margaret's lifetime of fascination with her Roman ancestors. We don't want to give away too much here because it's a work of fiction, but I did tell you there was a tale of forbidden love in this one. Relocus gets captured. He gets taken back and returned to the Lucius Marcus family. It is there that he meets the daughter of the household, who is a young lady, now she's about 14 years old, and she had been betrothed to a man who was amongst the Roman army. 
and it is realised that the man met his death at the hands of Vilakas. So initially, she wants him murdered too. She wants him dead. So it's not a very good start. No, not a good place to start at all. I also told you there was stolen gold in this story. The Romans were stealing it from the natives, but we're talking about the renegades here who stole it from the Romans. And that's not all, but we're not going to get into the weeds here. There are many things. I divided the book into internal books. There are six of those. And different events happen during the course of book one, book two, book three. It's a story that reads like a television miniseries, which is perfect for the times we live in. A six-part historical fiction story about native Britons, Roman soldiers, love, war, treachery, and betrayal. What's not to love? The book ends with the parting of Gaia and Verilacus. But in fact, the, the book finishes with a sequel, which is at the moment being prepared for publication, be out shortly which is called Brothers-in-Law, and that's as far as I'm telling you anything about it. So there's some good news. There will be a second season, if you will, and it's not too far away. So if we've captivated your interest at all, you can find Brothers at barnesandnoble.com or on her website, which is where I would suggest going. That's metaylor-brothers.com. And in case you have trouble with that, maybe you're driving, I don't know, but there's a link to it right here in the show's description. So just click on that. It'll take you right where you need to be. And that will do it for this historical edition of Newsgram from webtalkradio.com. Newsgram.